at the end of the day, a lot of the time when you're trying to make these changes, it just starts with trial and error. So trying a few things, seeing when your energy levels are the best, when works best for you to fit in some activity is going to be really helpful. Welcome back to the Happy Way podcast. We are your host, Lily Sutherland and Rachel Kaminia. Beyond the Comfort Zone is a series all about stepping away from the things that make you feel comfortable and exploring the things that make you feel uncertain, uncomfortable and even scared. Join us as we dive into the deep end, literally, and push ourselves to new limits and discover the world beyond our comfort zone. So, Rach, last episode you made me do a pop quiz and I'm not going to lie, in comparison to all of the other BuzzFeed pop quizzes, I feel like I didn't know a lot. Like, I got 45%, which is really not that good. I mean, you gave me a pat on the back, but <laughs> I feel like it's not even 50%. Like, I didn't even pass. <laughs> so I guess maybe run me through your day-to-day. What's your routine? What's your daily routine? My daily routine probably looks a little bit different to what most people's daily routine looks like. My main job is a fitness instructor, so my daily working hours are quite different to what I can imagine yours would be. I wake up at 4.30 most days of the week. Wow. Every single day? Uh, Four to five days a week. And it's dark outside still. It's very dark (laughs) and it's going to start getting very cold. This is true. Daylight savings (laughs) is ending, everyone. (laughs) So wake up at 4.30, I start work at 5 a.m. I work from 5 till 10.30 in the morning and then I have a huge chunk in my day free. So I don't start work again until about 4 at night and I work through till just after 8. Right. So I have a very large part of my day free, which I love because it gives me so much time to get my workout in, get some good movement in, relax, recover, have a nap if I need to, if I'm tired. And it also does help me with my eating as well. Most of my eating is done at home. So that helps me as well to fit in a healthy lifestyle. I have time to go to the shops. I have time to come home and cook a nutritious lunch and I have time to get my movement in. So I like to get a workout in as soon as I finish my morning shift. I think that for me personally, and everyone's different, I like to get my exercise done earlier in the day when I feel like I have more energy. So I will usually hang around the gym and get a workout in just by myself straight after I finish my first, uh, my, yeah, my first shift. If sometimes I do enjoy, cause I work in group fitness and I like joining in classes, I might jump in and do a lunchtime class if I'm not working for that class. After that, I'll come home. I'll do some shopping if I need to do any groceries and I'll have time to make myself a nice lunch. From there, usually most of my friends work full time with normal working hours so I'm pretty lonely in the middle of the day but oh no anyone with a day off I invite on a walk with me or go get coffee things like that and then it's just relaxing reading a book recovering doing things like that before I go back to work nice and so I find that with these hours because most of my eating is done at home that helps me to fit in good nutrition as well I do definitely still do meal prep which is something that I definitely recommend for anyone that's really busy. So I meal prep all of my breakfasts. I have a small break in my morning shift. So at about 8.30, I'll have my breakfast, which I make overnight. 
quite commonly what I have is overnight oats and I use protein. Side note, promotion code Lily15 for 15% off your protein, the Happy Way Protein, which are great in overnight oats. Get on that. (laughs) And that's a really easy thing for me to make that I can have on the go. I just get out of the fridge in the morning and then it's there ready for me when I need it and my break at work. Yeah. And with that as well, meal prep, I can use that time in the middle of my day to meal prep things that I'm going to be having for dinner later that night. So when I get home, I can just have dinner and get ready to go to bed, ready for my next early morning. So I think that that's something that I find really important when trying to work healthy eating into your routine is meal prep and getting organised. So on that note, tell me about your daily routine. Well, I can definitely say after hearing that lovely routine that it's definitely not as organised and efficient as yours is. I definitely do not wake up at 4.30. Did you say 4.40 or? 4.30. 4.30, okay. I don't wake up at 4.30 a.m. I wake up at 7.11 a.m. And that's very specific because (laughs) if you were to look at my phone right now, you would see that I have multiple alarms. And it starts from 7.11, then it goes to 7.14, and it goes to 7.20 because I need to leave the house by 7.32 on the dot (laughs) in order to get to work by 8 a.m. It's very insane, but this is how I live my life. Because it's not her first radio. No, she knows how this works. I know how this works. <laughs> but yeah, I literally get up at 7.11 unless I snooze. And I have my showers the night before, so I save time that way. So I just kind of get up. I wash my face, brush my teeth, you know, yada, yada. Get ready, get in the car, go to work, do my eight to four shift. And then I go home. And I kind of just like lounge because I'm so tired from the day that I've had. And I do this like five days a week. It's like every single day I wake up at 7-Eleven, I do my eight to four shift and then I go home. And I sometimes, I mean, I give, I'm going to give myself the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes I do go for a little walk, but it's not often. <laughs> like I'm not going to sit here and be like, I go to the gym or like I go for a swim because I don't most of the time. I just kind of lay in my bed and I scroll on TikTok for hours on end (laughs) and then I feel guilty because I come across this influencer who's like showing me her day-to-day routine and it makes me feel bad. But yeah, that's my routine and I feel like a lot of the listeners at home can relate to that too, especially if you have like the average nine to five or you're a working mom and you have kids and you're doing the school run every morning and afternoon. Like it's hard to fit in like meal prep and fitness and physical activity. So I guess with that being said, how would you design like a beginner friendly workout or like routine for me, someone who doesn't really have a lot of time, but also does have a lot of time? Because I'm thinking about like after 4 p.m., I do actually have time. I just feel lazy and I don't feel motivated to like do any of these things. So how would you design me a workout knowing all of that? I think first thing is there's no one size fits all. So what I would do with your day, which I do have your day one day a week. Yes, this is true. (laughs) And so I can tell you what I do on that day, but that's not going to necessarily work for you. So I can give you a few suggestions and see how we can sort of work in some activity and things like that into your day. But at the end of the day, a lot of the time when you're trying to make these changes, it just starts with trial and error. So trying a few things, seeing when your energy levels are the best, when works best for you to fit in some activity 
is going to be really helpful as well. Right. What I do on my Tuesdays where I work the same day as you, I allow myself to have a sleep in that day. I think sleep is really important. And so that is the day where I wake up at 7 a.m. It's lovely. Not 4.30. I know. It's crazy. I get myself to work. I like to park because I do have a bit more time in the morning as well. I park a little bit further away from the office and I walk the rest of the way in. Mm -hmm. So I'm only walking sort of, I think it's about a kilometre in from where I park. But that makes two kilometres of work walking when you include walking back to the car as well. So I think that that's a great way. It kind of gets my energy up. I listen to some music. It kind of lifts my mood a little bit as well. And I think that's a really nice way to start my day as well. So that's my first thing that I do, which I can recommend. I then work our day. Sometimes we go for walks at lunchtime. We do. We do love a cheeky coffee run. We do. Or a brownie run, as I would say. <laughs> I love my brownies. <laughs> and so that's a really good way as well just to get the help get the steps up, include some activities sort of scattered throughout the day as well. Yep. Then we finish at 4 p.m. and I go to a gym class at 4.30. Right. I like going at 4.30 on my way home because I feel that if I went home first and then tried to make the effort to go out the house, it would be a lot more challenging. Yeah. See, I feel like that's my downfall because I go straight home and then I change into like comfy clothes. I'm talking (laughs) track pants and like a hoodie and some like fluffy socks maybe if I'm feeling (laughs) it. And I literally flip into my bed (laughs) and I just scroll. So I feel like, I don't know, maybe I should look into like maybe even organising a walk or something with one of my friends straight after work so then I actually know I have something planned. I don't have to just go home. Absolutely. I think you do still have quite a lot of time left in your day. Finishing at four as well, you've still got a lot of sunlight. Even for those at home that finish work at five, you do still have time in your day to get some exercise in. And I think that doing it while you're still up and about You'll find you're more motivated, you do feel more energised and you can get that workout or that exercise in before going home. That's also why on my other days I do my workout straight after I finish my morning shift because once I go home and I sit on the couch, there's no getting up. There, yeah, there's, there's no return. You're ridden off. <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely think that trying to find some form of movement, whether it is a walk or you're experimenting with the new group fitness exercise like gym or going to a gym or a bike ride or a swim or a dance, any kind of exercise, any kind of movement that you enjoy while you're up and about is probably a great time to get it in. Just a little side note, I have been recently getting into like dance home workouts. I am a big Swifty. I love Taylor Swift. And I recently discovered on YouTube this girl. I need to find her name, but she's great. She does like these 15-minute home workouts. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. she does like dances that are kind of like, well, they're like cardio dances. But like you dance in your room to Taylor Swift and it's so fun. That was my entire lockdown during really? COVID Just was dance. those. <laughs> and she does so many. If it's who I think you're talking about, she's done Taylor I think Swift. she's got blonde TikTok, hair. Yes. Okay. TikTok trends. Oh my gosh. I know exactly who you're talking okay. about. <laughs> I actually do like those. See, like that, those type of like physical activity things uh, appeal more to me than like going to the gym. Absolutely. And I think that there's this big sort of stigma around exercise that it has to be unenjoyable, really tiring and exercise is 
like a chore or a punishment, you know, you do it because you have to. Right. And I do actually feel this way, but I feel like you're making a lot of sense. It doesn't have to be like this big chore, like something that you huff and puff about all the time. Like you can just dance to Taylor Swift for 15 minutes and that's a good amount of like physical activity for the day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's fun. Yes. Exercise should be fun. It is fun. But I feel like in saying that, I feel like a lot of people would also relate to like the like you're constantly in and out of trends because of what you see on TikTok or like social media. Like I constantly, as I said, I am a TikTok addict. I'm constantly scrolling on TikTok. And so I see all of these things all the time. And like, for example, I'll be on a diet and I'll be like really steady with it every day. I'll be really strict and I'll have like a basic routine and then I'll see a trend and I'll be like, whoa, maybe I should do this. Maybe I'm doing it all wrong. And so like me constantly stopping and starting something is like leading to me feeling frustrated because I feel like I can't ever get things right. So how would you go about like straying away from like trends? Like I know trends are cool mm. and some of them can be like really useful, but how do you like stay motivated with like the routine that you have and not try and get like distracted by other things that are going around. Absolutely. I think that's such a common thing that people experience. And I think the most important thing is to remember that there is no one size fits all for exercise and lifestyle. You know, not everyone works the same job. Not everyone does the same things in their free time. Everyone's different. No one, you can't all expect that everyone's going to be on the same health and wellness journey because it's just not the case not everyone enjoys the same things not the same things work for everybody so I think while trends can be cool for creativity and learning new things you know finding new recipes or you know inspiration for new workouts that might be fun to try I think that you can't just live by them religiously because different things are going to work better for other people and the most important thing is finding what works best for you and that just comes with trial and error it's, you know, while you're first starting out, it's just experimenting with different things, different forms of exercise, different recipes and different things like that. And then just sit going from there and seeing what works best for you. I think something that I find I see really commonly on TikTok is the what I eat in a day videos. Yes. I mean, they are satisfying, but then there is a level of like guilt sometimes that I feel like, because I definitely don't eat as healthy as I should every single day. Like I love myself a box of chicken nuggets and like fries. Like I often do crave McDonald's, which is really bad to say, but like I do sometimes crave it. But then when I watch these like what I eat in a day TikToks and they have like all these meal prep meals and like it's salads and like full of greens, it does kind of make me feel bad. Like, Yeah. Well, I think also such an important thing to remember is that's a highlight reel. You know, no yes. one's going to post a what I eat in a day and show the box of nuggets they had and the block of chocolate they had for dessert. Yeah. Because, you know, they want to show sort of the side that they're proud of. So I think that that's also something that's really important to keep in mind is that that's just not realistic. And some of life's greatest pleasures are enjoying the foods that you enjoy. Yes. But... It's all about balance and it goes back to sort of that 80-20 lifestyle that I have talked about in previous episodes that you just have to, you know, majority of the time you want to try and dedicate yourself to find, you know, following healthy eating and movement and 
wellness and you know things that are good for your mental health and all that kind of stuff but you also have to allow yourself time to enjoy things that make you happy and foods that make you happy otherwise nothing's going to be sustainable preach preach it range <laughs> i'm just going to have a quick drink break mm. what are you drinking today today i'm having well last episode i had a super green so i thought i'd change it up and i'd have the super reds today mm. unlike the super greens the super reds is a bit more like it's i think it's like a cordial but mm. a healthy cordial it's really nice it is really nice <laughs> today i have made a smoothie i kind of just chucked everything together in a blender that's I the use, great thing about a smoothie though it's so good and so i use the vanilla protein Ooh. i think that that just goes well with so many things the og i mean the og it's great you can't go wrong so that with some fruit, some yogurt, some oat milk. Nice. It was amazing. So, yes, use code LILY15 at the checkout for 15% off your Happy Way products. So, yeah, I guess what are some – maybe like maybe we should run through like some of the common myths that are associated with like fitness and like going to the gym. Like mm-hmm. what are some – because you're a PT, obviously. Yeah. You must have like people, like newbies come into like the gym and say, oh, I've heard that you have to do this in order to get fit or – I've heard that you need to remove this from your life in order to have like a healthy like diet or something. What are some common myths that you often hear that are very, very wrong? Absolutely. I hear them all the time. It's so common and it's always the same ones as well. It's always the same things you see on social media. I think one of the most common ones in terms of activity is people always want to do excessive amounts of cardio and they shy away from weights because they think that that's the only way to lose weight yes I mean yes I feel like I can definitely fit in that like demographic because like I said I just kind of look at the treadmill and I'm like oh that's what I need to do because that's what I feel comfortable most about like I know oh I just kind of walk on the treadmill for like 20 minutes and then I'm kind of good for the day but yeah I don't really I feel like with that too, I think it's because if they're new, they don't really know what weights to do and stuff like that. So maybe that's a reason why they feel like cardio is the only way because I feel like that's me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think with that as well, a lot of people are under the impression as well that weightlifting is going to make you bulky. Right. And so they sort of shy away from lifting weights and we'll just do the cardio because Back, you know, years ago, it was thought that cardio was sort of the only way to lose fat and doing weightlifting is within that certain, what that's like little literal workout of 50 minutes. Right. You're not burning as many calories. But what I think people kind of forget or don't know is that when you do, you know, weight training and incorporate it within your weekly workouts, is weight training, gaining some muscle is going to increase your metabolic rate. So it means that having a greater amount of muscle mass means that just while you're existing, just while you're sitting down doing a podcast or mm-hmm. working or whatever, having a greater amount of body ma- um, muscle mass just increases the amount of, your, of energy your body needs just to survive. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it means that having more muscle means that you're burning more energy and burning more calories just through daily life and it increases your requirements. So for weight loss, while cardio is great, you know, within that workout, your heart rate is up and you are burning a lot of calories within that time. 
weight training is going to sort of help you to throughout your entire day just keep burning more energy. So, yeah, that's probably a main myth that I would like to bust is that cardio is what you need to do only to lose weight. I think that firstly finding the exercise that works best for you but trying to have a balance and incorporating both into your workout routine is probably, yeah, very important. Hmm. Another myth that I hear quite common is that carbs are unhealthy. Right. There's a lot of people who try to cut out carbs from their diet. There's a lot of research that sort of goes both ways. There's research into the keto diet. There's research into a lot of different sorts of fad diets. I think for me what I find important is just choosing the right carbohydrates. I personally don't believe that cutting them out of your diet is the answer to losing weight. I think especially if you're engaging in exercise, carbs are going to be the preferred fuel source for your body Mm -hmm. to use for energy to do your workout. So if you're cutting out carbs, you're not going to be able to work out at as high of an intensity. Right. So I think that cutting out carbs isn't the answer to weight loss. It's just important to think about the carbs that you are eating. So there's different types of carbohydrates. You have simple carbohydrates and you have complex carbohydrates. So Simple carbohydrates are things that usually taste a bit sweeter. It's things higher in sugar. So it's things like your lollies, chocolate, cakes, biscuits, things like that. Pastries. Pastries, things like that. (laughs) And then you have your complex carbohydrates, which are more complex in their structure. They take longer for your body to break down. They're things like your whole grains, whole grain breads, pastas, and things like that. Those carbohydrates keep you fuller for longer. They also don't spike your blood sugar levels. So they're a lot better for appetite control. Keeping you fuller for longer means that once you've had your meal with your complex carbohydrates, you're not going to be hungry or craving things shortly after. It's going to satisfy you for longer. It's like a longer lasting source of energy. Yeah, absolutely. So I think no carbs are not unhealthy. It's just making sure that you're choosing the right carbs. And in saying that as well, all types of carbs have a place in their diet. Your simple carbohydrates can be really beneficial bef- like immediately before doing a high-intensity workout. If you train in the morning and you don't want to have a full breakfast or it's, but you know that you need something in you to give you a little bit of energy, having some form of a simple carbohydrate, whether it's a sweet fruit or a honey on toast or a muffin or something like that before a high-intensity workout in the morning can be a good thing. So it's important to realise that they both have a place in the diet but just on a whole, as a part of a healthy diet, choosing the right types of carbohydrates. Yeah. I feel like on that, it's it's all about like balance and not subtracting. But like, so say, for example, you do have a chocolate muffin. It's okay to have the chocolate muffin, but then for the rest of the day, make sure you're at having other healthy foods. So like you don't have to remove all the bad stuff. Just make sure you're adding good stuff after it. Yeah, Absolutely. And I think that's a trap that people often fall in is that they think that once you eat junk food once, it's going to ruin all of your progress and your results and it's just not the case. And then with that as well, I feel like it's quite common that you have one muffin for breakfast and you think, oh, well, the day's a write-off. I'm just going to eat whatever I want and I'll start tomorrow. Yep, I have done that many, many times. So have I. (laughs) And I think that that can be such a big part of diet culture is this sort of restrict and binge kind of like yo-yo sort of effect where you think that it has to be all or nothing and that's just not the case. I think that having that balance and not beating yourself up after having something 
that's maybe I'm trying to find the right word. <laughs> Having the muffin for breakfast. Yeah. Isn't necessarily going to ruin all of your results. Yeah. And from there you just accept it. You've enjoyed it. It was a great start to your day. You loved having your muffin for breakfast. And then you can focus on the rest of your day rather than feeling guilty and then feeling the need to restrict, which often results in a subsequent binge after being overly restrictive. And it can be a really hard sort of cycle to get out of. So I think accepting Mm -hmm. that you've eaten what you've eaten and you've enjoyed it and then just moving on and then just filling your day with a lot of nutritious foods. Yeah, and I feel like that advice is really good and timely because Easter's coming up and it's just a season of chocolate and hot cross buns. So I feel like that advice of like enjoying that food, you know, eating it, really like savouring that really nice chocolatey taste (laughs) (laughs) and then just kind of like saying, cool, I had that, that's it move on yeah it's it's really good advice especially for the upcoming festive season absolutely i feel like we've talked about a lot of things today rach and i feel a lot more comfortable about like diets and like nutrition and all things gym related so much so that i think i will actually take your advice on board and maybe explore where it takes me in the real world you know what rach after all this talk i feel like i could go for a little workout break I'm feeling very energised. Should we go do like a little a little dancey dance? I think that we should. Taylor okay. Swift dance. Yes, of course, always. 